0: Hey, pop stars, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Wind Down Rewind, where we rewind the latest entertainment pop culture news. Thank you for joining us. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. How have you been, Tammy, since our last episode?
1: I've been good. How have you been? I've been pretty, I've been pretty good. You know,
0: chilly, just trying to make it. Um. Well, we begin with a uh, rest in peace to Richard Belzer. From Law and Order. Were you, have you, were you, are you a Law and Order fan? I can't remember. I was,
1: but not anymore. But I didn't know about for, him dying. Yeah.
0: The show's been on for like 30 years, huh?
1: Very long, yes.
0: Wow. Okay. And also rest in peace to Tom Sizemore. Um, he passed away after having a brain aneurysm. Um, He's more of a one of those character actors, but you know him when you see him. Um, he was in Saving Private Ryan and uh, other movies and stuff so rest in peace to him and his family Um, really quick did you hear Harvey Weinstein got 16 years in LA in his LA case I didn't but not surprised not surprised no and R. Kelly got a couple more years added on so yeah I, I don't know if that yeah whatever uh, but anyway, catching up really quick on a story that we've talked about but just kind of doesn't seem to go away. Um, we And I take this personally because you know my love of Mickey Mouse. Like, I love Mickey Mouse. I, some people would say I'm obsessed with Mickey Mouse, which I think personally is unfair. <laughs> is it? You, uh, <laughs> I, I'm sensing some shade there. I'm <laughs> sensing that you low-key kind of want to say something. No, you could. You could. Continue. About my love of Mickey Mouse. Like, I admit, I, I, I love Mickey Mouse. I am a grown-ass woman, and I love all things Mickey Mouse. Okay, I mean, cool. there, we, all,
1: we all got something. We all got something,
0: Nettie. I, I said it. So, I take this personally, that Ron DeSantis is picking on Disney World. Not that, you know, I'm not saying Disney is a perfect company, because it's not by far, but um, he, they became a victim, I guess, in his culture war when they came out last year against his stupid, don't say gay bill. So ever since then, he's been trying to pick a fight with Disney. Well, um, one of the things he had been threatening to do, which he finally did, uh, is remove their special district status, which gave them a tax break. And everyone's thought, oh, so Disney has to pay taxes. But what that actually means is um, Disneyland that area around Disneyland World is 25,000 acres that's a lot and they were responsible for everything in that district the infrastructure the roads the water um, the emergency services in and out of the park all of that stuff in that area Disney paid for its upkeep so now that you And people should have known something when Disney never fought this. This is the one thing they never fought back about, right? So now that they're no longer responsible for it, guess who's going to have to put the bill for that over a billion dollars? Florida. Yep. And it's people. So, you know, um, I guess careful of what you ask for um, in the state of Florida. But yeah, yeah. and he's he finally admitted the quiet part out loud, which I think you have to be just not paying attention or um, not to know that he, he, he did come out and admit that say Florida was the testing ground for how he would want to run the country if he were to ever become president. God help us all. So um, we will stay um, aware of that. Um, so I guess, uh, did you hear about Don Lemon? And what he said about women. That women in their 40s aren't in their prime? Yes.
1: <laughs> I gave what he was trying to say though.
0: What okay. What was he trying to say?
1: Well, it goes back to what Nikki Haley said. So Nikki Haley was saying that none of the men in uh Congress uh is in their prime. It was more of a dig towards um, Joe Biden, um, because is he eighty yet, or is he still in his seventies?
0: I think he's like seventy-eight, seventy-nine. Okay. Um. So yeah. So
1: it's supposed to be a dig at Biden, but you're basically digging at uh, all of Congress. Which, granted, I can understand because the average age, they're old. Um, A lot of them, because they just keep being reelected. It's like a career for them rather than what it was ultimately supposed to be. Um, But yeah, I just think it was a dig and he worded it wrong. (laughs) Like I listened to it and I was just like, huh, are we going to make a big, huge thing? We are? Okay. All right, go with it.
0: We'll see. And I listened to what he said and I had a different take on it. And I I don't know that he it what got me is when he doubled down with some bogus statistics and it's like google it google it and I'm like but um and it it goes back to being like sexist I mean I did take offense to it and I and normally I'm okay with Don women you know don't agree with everything he says but um I can't. this one just didn't sit right with me because it goes back to women in their 40s being over their out of their prime prime what like women in their 40s can't do anything like you're too old to what change careers too old to be a mother now and you know and it comes back to that whole childbearing thing like you know um once you hit like 30 your mid 30s 32 35 then you're considered to be within a having a geriatric pregnancy so it's just it, it's just so much like that statement was just so loaded um And then him doubling down on it um, with, you know, some stupid study that he found on Google or whatever. I I just, I took offense to it, Um, you know, and and it it just goes back to that whole, um, that whole thing when in Hollywood and other careers that women, we reach a certain age and we just flatline or we top out, but men can keep going and going and going no matter what but not a woman once you're a certain age then that's it for you you've reached the ceiling of your of what you can do and i hate and it it's it's horrible because in a sense it makes you feel like you're defending nikki haley who um you know i, I yeah i don't want that's not a stance i want to take but in my opinion he was just dead ass wrong for that and um especially when you have it seems like as women, we're always being attacked and picked on. Um, Like in South Carolina, that new bill that they're trying to pass where you can be executed if you have an abortion. And the language is so vague that it also can extend to a miscarriage. So I I just think that, you know, fuck a culture war or are women, are we like the main victims in a culture war? Like, I don't know. Is it a different war on women in a culture war? Are they the same thing? Are they combined? Like what? I just... just... I don't think it was that deep. I don't, I don't
1: think it was that deep. I think people are taking it that deep, but it was really he, like he generalized it. And so I get the generalization and he probably shouldn't have generalized it, but I think he did that to kind of um, make a point or to save his point um, that he was trying to make by generalizing it. But it was a dig at Nikki Haley. Um, her saying that uh, people in government are not in their prime, she's not in her prime. Um, when it comes to her career, as well as I kind of took it as in, this is not your time. Like this is not Nikki Haley's time to run for president of the United States. It's not like, it's not your time. She's not going to get the nomination. It's going to be a waste of money or whoever donates, um, to her campaign. And so it was kind of like, I took it that way as in I get where he was going. I just think he worded it wrong. And then when he doubled down on it, it's like, then people really took offense. But I I just understood what he was saying on that she wasn't in her prime and she's not in her prime. Like maybe that'd be me against the woman, but she's not in her prime on you running for president. And so can you talk about the men not being in their prime when this ain't your time either to be running for president and trying to run the government? as well like I just think it was more focused on Nikki Haley and the general statement is making people take it broader broader than what he was actually stating for it um, and just taking it further than where he was going with it I don't, I don't think he was making that statement as deep as people are taking it not just you, you know but just in general from the conversations I've heard people are taking that really deep and I'm like he wasn't that deep like Don Lemon is not that deep so he wasn't trying to be that deep um, it was a dig at Nikki Haley, and I understood the dig that he made at Nikki Haley. Like I, I take it for what it is. He worded it wrong, but I know what he was trying to say, so I'm just gonna take it as what he was trying to get across
0: because I got it. Well, um, and to go back, Biden is 80. He he has turned 80, okay. so he's 80 years old. But and and if if he was trying, and I get it, words matter. But in initially. When I, Because when I first, I didn't go back and look at the tape or the, the clip or see it for myself. So just on surface, just reading it, seeing the headlines, seeing the tweets, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. But then once I actually had the time to go back and look at it for myself, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of bad. And as a person who is in the media, he should know that words matter. And using a word like woman, women are not in her prime. And like I said to me it's the doubling down. It was the doubling down for me. It was the saying, well, women in their 40s in the generalization. And if he's saying that, hey, this isn't the right time. Like, honestly, the time for her to politically to have ran for president was probably after the church shooting in South Carolina. When she was on the national stage. And Um, She was making a name for herself by the way that she handled that situation, which she did a good job um, for the state and everything there Um, before the Republican Party went completely off the fucking MAGA rails and jumped on the MAGA track. Um, And now, ever since all you've done, all she's done is carry Trump's water. So now you can't have carried Trump's water for the last six, seven years and then come back and say, oh, that's not who I am anymore. And try to make everyone forget that, and have a revisionist history. Although that seems to be their thing now, you know, wanting the revisionist history. But so, yeah, I I, I think he, as a journalist, he's someone who should know that his words matter. And um, again, it's not and it's not always what you say, but sometimes how you say it. So, um, yeah, it was it was definitely the doubling down for me on that one. Um, so, I know you've heard, and we've talked a lot about it, and every time I I, I want to move away from this story or from um, the Sussexes, uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, um, better known as Prince Harry and Meghan, it's something just, it, I don't know, the royal family does something even more petty, and it just makes it hard. It's like, is that all y'all are now, is just the cruelty? Um, is that The thing that keeps you relevant is the cruelty that you show your son and his family. Um, So I know you heard that they've been kicked out of their house or they're being evicted from their house or asked to leave their house, the Frogmore College um, on the grounds of Windsor Castle in England. And when I first brought this up, you had an interesting take. Do you remember what you said? Oh,
1: is it the petty one? Probably. What's the petty one? <laughs> when I, when, because I, I know I was thinking along the lines of, didn't they pay to get it renovated? So I was just like, if they paid to get it renovated, what I would do is I would go back to the house and I would put it back into how it looked before. I would, I would gut that whole house. Yeah. No matter how much money I paid, I'm gutting that house. But I don't know necessarily what you, uh,
0: yeah, right. I, it I... Okay. It was that and you well first you were like well they don't live there anyway and I'm like yeah they don't but the queen gave it to them like have you finished spare have I you started? started spare oh okay well he talks in spare about how that place is really special to him um, just it's always been one of his favorite places and there's a really beautiful pond and everything and when they realized that they couldn't stay in that one little cottage the dilapidated thing on Kensington grounds anymore um, that they needed a bigger place he went to his grandmother and she asked them, and they were thinking about it and he they chose Windsor together and you know that's also where they got married at the castle and all that kind of stuff for half their uh, their reception, whatever. So it's always been a special place to him. And then they made a big deal about it being renovated. So the whole, everyone made a big deal about them renovating the castle, about them renovating it. There's a bunch of little knocked off cottages and they they put it back into one and all of that. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, Charles and his, we can't afford her whole thing. Um, so they are like, fuck it, we'll pay for it. So they not only paid back the money for the renovations out of their own pocket which means they basically paid for the renovations out of their own pocket they actually were paying to lease the place years in advance like that was their place That even though they're not being sup- provided security anymore that was their place so now the day after Spear comes out you tell them that they have to leave and to add insult to injury word on the screen says you want to give it to Prince Pito so it's like what the fuck I'm not Prince Pito my bad. <laughs> <laughs> like what else? I mean, alleged, my bad, you right. My I, I can't we can't afford to get sued. Allegedly Prince Pito. Is that better? Allegedly Prince Pito. <laughs> That's funny. So I mean, like it, it's it's the pettiness for me. Is like they haven't said anything. The book came out, it was dying down. And, I mean, is he mad that he can't get anybody to come perform at his, his coronation? Like, Adele's turned him down, like, all these big names. <gasps> Adele <gasps> turned down the King of England? You know Elton John turned him down, because him and Diana were, like, BFF. So, Elton John turned him down. I think Dua Lipa turned him down. Like, all of these big British acts have turned them down. It's like, been like, nah, we good. Is
1: it sad that I didn't know Dua Lipa was British?
0: I don't think a lot of people might. I don't know. (laughs) Are you a big Dua Lipa fan? I am not. (laughs) Oh, no, you did then. So, yeah, it's just just like, yeah. And then, so I guess that means you, and to me, that everyone can stop speculating about whether or not you're going to invite them to your coronation because that right there says nope. Well, but I think it's still open though.
1: Beautiful. I still I, I think it's still open. So the reason why I think it's still open is because it was it's still a PR nightmare not to invite your son and in in addition your wife. Now maybe in private they have a conversation with him and tell him to come by himself like they did for his grandmother's funeral and he still bring his wife with him be like you know we're a we're pair so it's either both or none. Um, but I think it's still up in the air. And part of the reason why is because when he made his speech, when um, when his mother died and he made his speech and he put out there that he was in full support. Now, granted, it, I mean, publicity stunt, like I get it, but the royal family still has to play the PR game. And so, part of playing the PR game is you still have to pretend that publicly you still love your son. So these may be little petty things, and I feel at the end of the day, um, we can probably like, because when you when I when I first found out, like when you first sent me the story, you know what I automatically thought? I said, "Damn, his brother's petty." Like I, I just automatically thought that it was William who did it. And not Charles, like it wasn't Charles did not come into my head on who ultimately made the decision to kick um, Harry and Meghan out of their house. Um, Now, I'm not saying that Charles can be that petty person as well, because um, as we've seen in the past, he can, Um, but it's just automatic that William came to mind. Um, Just in what we've learned, what I've, let me say, what I've learned in recent years he was the first person that came to my mind on making this decision, um, on kicking his brother out, and then making it even worse by um, them then offering it to Prince Andrew, um, because I also think like that feels a little bit like a dig as well, because um, with Meghan being so much about women's rights and everything like that, um, that is like the that is that is like petty on a whole nother scale to not give it to like any of the cousins or anything like that but to give it to prince andrew like does he need it really well
0: see, no. And it's funny you brought up William because they say that it started with william and kate wanting andrew's house um which needs to be renovated but they you know since they're the prince of wells i forgot where it is exactly that andrew stays so i'm like okay So even if they do want Andrew's house and you're trying to get him out of his house or whatever, you're telling me of all the property and land and homes that y'all own, there is nowhere else to put him besides something that technically legally belongs to other people. So here's my petty take. You say burn it to the ground, basically. I say run me back my money. (laughs) Like for real, for real. Oh, I'm I'm down for both.
1: I'm down for both. I do think that if they ultimately, um, if, if this is the final decision, I do think that they should be paid back their money for renovating the cottage. I, I I do think so because y'all forced them to spend their own money in order to renovate the college, um the cottage. And so if you forcing them, that wasn't just Harry's money, that was Megan's money as well. Because people are still of this mindset that she ain't got no money. And so that's the reason why she's still with Harry. Granted, yes, he's the richer of the two, I'm sure. But it's not like she was living in poverty before they got together. And it's not like she's been living in poverty since they got together. And so that that's, that's their money as a couple. So give me my money back. Like, you. You, you're going to have to pay me for these renovations before you kick me out. Because it's got to be like a sale. I, I feel like, let, let's sell this. Like, yeah, y'all may officially own this, but my grandmother gave this to me and said that me, my wife, and my child could live here. This is supposed to be our British home. So at the end of the day, and then y'all forced me to spend my own money for renovations because the public said that I shouldn't be be able to take their taxpayer money to do it, even though it was on the property for the royal family. But okay, that's fine. But now y'all got to pay me back my money. It's got to be you. like me selling you the cottage. Like give
0: me my money back. thank you. Run me back my money. And we we talking millions of dollars to renovate. Like 3. So I want my money including inflation. Like run me back my money. Like that's all I'm saying. We will leave when you run me back my change, all right? Run it back. That's all you know. And but like I'm saying, um William, yeah, something about him wanting the house and I'm I, I I'm just like y'all are beyond fucking petty and you know, uh, Camilla can't wait to the day because as of the official coronation, she will no longer be queen consort. She will officially be queen, meaning her children can get royal titles as well. Her grown ass children. So, and it, it, yeah, it's just a, it's just, it's a mess. It's just a fucking mess. Um, and I never thought they could be so fucking petty. Just when you think they've reached the petty level, but then again. And it's hard to think because um, there's a story like you know, um, being the history buff, I check out what's going on daily in history. And so when I when I see stuff about like a couple weeks ago, it was the anniversary of when um, Elizabeth the first had uh, who was it, Mary Queen of Scots, when she was beheaded or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you think about the stories of Henry the eighth, and I'm like, oh god, that's their relative. So the pettiness it runs deep in the family. Deep. You know, and it it, it, cause it it's just like you make that connection and, you know, like we have presidents here and they're not related unless you're like John Quincy Adams and John Adams or whatever. But then you go back and it's like, oh, yeah, these are all his real for real dead relatives. And just the pettiness runs <laughs> so deep. Like y- y'all have been living this so far for, for centuries. OK, but yeah. So, um, but. So you, so you say that there's still, okay, well, let me ask you this question. So if you were invited, if you were Harry and they invited you, would you go?
1: Yes. With my wife. I would, because you know what that means? I'm going to be the center of fucking attention.
0: And no, and yeah. And no matter how much they try to relegate me to a balcony, you just know it's not going to work. Like, because no matter house. where we sit. No matter how far back we sit,
1: the camera will find me and my wife. When we arrive in the airport, when they don't want to know where are we are staying, since we can no longer stay on the property of the royal family, where are they staying? What is she going to wear? What is he going to wear? Okay. Are they going to hold hands as they walk into the, um, what is it going to be at the church?
0: yeah I think As the they walk into the like church, that.
1: are they going to hold hands is she going to be having her hand on his lower back? I'm telling you like the questions are endless okay so like and, and that I think that would be the only that that would be the reason why just like with his grandmother's funeral why they don't want Megan there because having Megan there who loses all the attention the rest of them no no, no but specifically who loses all the attention Kate and William. Kate and William. That's ultimately what it is. That is the reason why they didn't want Megan there because the media analyzed Megan and Harry and then they were compared to Megan and Harry, how affectionate they were with each other, knowing that they really loved each other, that this was a love match and not a business arrangement compared to William and Kate, which is a business arrangement. Even when you look at Charles and Camilla, that's a, like, they love each other. That, that's a love match as well. That is the reason why he cheated on Diana the whole entire time. That is a love match. They actually love each other. That's why they couldn't stay away from each other. William and Kate is a business arrangement. So, yes, I'm going to go. Y'all want to be petty? I'm going to be petty too.
0: Thank you. And, and if it weren't for the fact that the safety was an issue, oh, I would take my mixed babies. I would take my biracial ass children too, but um, just because of the safety concerns, you know that that petty cart would have to wait. But yeah, um, you know. So, but I, yeah, it, I just when you think it can't get any worse. So, um, moving on to sports, and I know you're not a big sports fan, but Absolutely. you know March March Madness is coming. It's starting soon, and it's going to be here in the H. I'm so excited, and the Cougars are the number one team in the nation. Go Cougs! That's my alma mater. Yeah, sorry. Still nothing, huh? Crickets. Nothing. I'm not a sports
1: person. Go for it. Not
0: rolling eyes. Can't even get excited
1: because I got nothing to do with (laughs) that.
0: Um. But anyway, so one of the brightest stars in NBA, um, John Morant, plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um. He's been making some bad choices, and um he was on the brink. I mean, this was a fast moving story. Um, he was on the brink of fucking up his career, but hopefully uh, that has changed. Uh, so initially earlier in the week, uh, there's an article printed uh, about how there was a pickup game at his house. Um, somebody was there. I think the kid was 17, 18, whatever, just playing. Something happened. goes inside, comes out, threatens the kid with a gun. That's bad. Then story comes out about how him and his crew threatened a security guard. So it's like everyone's thinking, what the fuck is going on with John Moran? So last night on Instagram live, he's on IG live at a script club, grilled out, iced out, taking pictures, flashing a gun and stuff. Um, So, you know, that, like, by today, it was like, what the fuck? and so the NBA, he's been suspended for at least two games. Um, and then a little while ago after the suspension, he, he made a statement about how he takes full responsibility for his actions and he's going to take some time away to get some help. So um, I hope it works out. I hope, you know, this isn't a – I hope this is as far as the whole case of fuck around and find out goes. Um, I hope that truly this is a wake-up call because he is truly um, a talented young man Um, and I would hate to see him piss off, piss away his future as well. Hundreds of millions of dollars out there trying to live a life that he does not have to live or be a part of. Um, you know, so, um, I, I I hope that this is a, a self or a course correcting moment for him, um, in his future. So, and then speaking of other idiots, uh, not that I'm calling him necessarily an idiot, but. Uh, Jackson Mahomes, the younger brother of uh, Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes, he is an idiot. Um, he he truly is an idiot, and he has been accused uh, amongst a list of other things that he's done. Um, he's now being accused of assaulting um, a woman, um, where he forcibly kissed a restaurant slash bar owner at her restaurant in Kansas, and it's on tape. Like you can see the the tape and. He, he just pulls her by the neck and he kisses her and then as soon as he pulls away she's just like wiping her mouth like she's disgusted and I'm just like what the fuck um, so yeah but I don't know what his course correcting will be besides having to face consequences I really don't know but um, I hate hearing that anyway um, moving on guess what the number one movie in the country is going to be- is it Ant-Man no, no. Ant-Man's going to be dethroned by guess what? What? Creed. Well, that's
1: to be expected.
0: Yeah, but it's 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 going to be the probably the most successful in the franchise. and so um, we'll The Creed
1: about- franchise or the Rocky franchise?
0: Uh, the Creed franchise, I think. I okay. I'm not sure what the most successful Rocky movie was as far as dollars and cents, but this is the, going to be the most successful one in the Creed franchise. So big shout out to Michael B. Jordan. Um, we're going to actually be talking about that one in depth a little bit later. So check out the Creed episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Love it when the two meet up, the rewind and the wind down. Go. Well, I'm getting excited. <laughs> anyway, um, did you watch I Am Legend? Have you seen it? Never. You've never seen I Am Legend? Never. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, they're, they are going to make a sequel, and it's going to star uh, Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan. So I think that would be an interesting team-up. I, I, I think that would be an interesting movie duo. Like, you, you, what do you think? Smith, Jordan, old school, new school. I've
1: never seen I Am Legend.
0: I was never interested in seeing I Am Legend. But I just mean the on-screen partnership, not necessarily that you would watch the movie. But what do you think about those two being in a movie together? We'll see how it goes.
1: I don't. I don't know. Like, I guess Michael B. Jordan is star up, and Will Smith is trying to redeem himself. So, I guess Mm. Michael B. Jordan would be a good person to partner up with.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen I Am Legend. I know, I, I remember generally what it's about, the dystopian and all that kind of stuff, and so I'm going to have to go back and watch it and then see the ending, because it's going to be based on the on the alternative ending. The movie is going to pick up from there, because I was like, it's I Am Legend, something that they can do a sequel from, but then they said the alternative ending, so. um, And speaking of redeeming, Chris Rock, not that Chris Rock needs redemption, but Chris Rock is finally going to talk about the slap in his Netflix special coming up. So um, are you going to watch? Are you a Chris Rock fan? I am not. You are not? I'm generally a fan of Chris Rock. I like his comedy specials. His tambourine one was hilarious. So um, I will probably watch, not to hear what he says about the slap, but just because I like his comedy um, shows in general. So we will see if this one is a good one or not. Um. Did you ever go back and watch the the Super Bowl show? No. <laughs> oh my god! Well, and I saw some clips and I realized I ain't missing nothing. So, but okay, from the clips, did you that you saw? Did you think it was pornographic or sexually suggestive? From the clips I saw, no, I
1: thought it was funny.
0: We'll see, but. That means that you don't care about the youth if you did not think that that show that you saw was sexually suggestive. How many people care about the
1: youth, though?
0: Obviously, the Karen's, because they filed a complaint with the FCC about her halftime show being too sexual. And the people, the all like she was covered up from head to toe, um, you know, and then so she was in red. And her dancers were in white, and I guess the dancers were supposed to symbolize sperm or something like that. Like really? So what was she? I guess since she was in red, she was the period. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. I I don't know. Like it it. I, it sounds I, stupid. So it does. And I'm like, were we watching a different show? Because it. I mean, like it or hate it, you're entitled to your opinion. Like you said, you thought it was funny so or you don't feel like you missed much. And I get that. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. But just make it make sense about where you got that that show was sexualized or overly sexualized. I'm like, for real? But then the question would be, is the
1: FCC actually going to follow through on it? Because I don't see them doing it, so I feel like they're just doing it to put their name yeah. out there rather than like it actually getting follow through. Like I, I like I feel like a lot of times when, uh, mothers against this and mothers against that complain about certain things in the media, which they're always doing, um, it's more to bring attention to them and to make and and into publicity stunt more than you actually uh, caring at all about like what's going on. So I feel like at the end of the day like how many of them are there and is it enough to take it seriously
0: so is that like so what do you think about the whole drag show thing like is that would you classify that in the same vein or would you say that's more um akin to the culture wars or again would this be a small drag cost? show thing is a it's it's, it's a culture
1: war it, it's them trying to take attention away, trying to get people to take attention away from the fact that they're violating the rights of the people. Like that's what it is. So if they focus on things that they feel they can get people on their side about, um, then they feel like they're justified. Then you don't get to see what's going on behind the curtain because they want you to focus on the show that they're putting on in front of the cr- curtain. And that is the trying to ban drag shows and trying to ban um drag queens reading to children and all of that that goes where behind the curtain we're doing a lot of stuff and we're violating your rights in front of but just focus on what's going on in front of the curtain just focus on a show we're putting on but don't ever come backstage and see what's actually really going on and it just happens to be that that has worked um for over a decade for them and so if something is continuing to work, if something's not broken, why why do you have to fix it, right? So that that's what they're doing. So I just feel that at the end of the day, these people, these Karens um, reporting to the FCC about Rihanna, it's it's stupid because it's nothing's going to come of it. So nothing's going to come of it. You're just trying to put it out there and start with another culture or whatever other nonsense they do. So they're putting on a show once again. This is off a show it's not real it's not it's not reality it's a
0: show like look at me i have nothing better to do but try to report something that's obviously not sexual at all but waste my time to to add and i agree with you i mean i i think it is an attention grabbing thing um but i think that at this point we're at a point where all of this has become so dangerous like i think it's a smaller part And it plays into the bigger culture war, like the drag show. Tennessee has just become the first state to legally and officially ban drag shows. And I don't know about you. um, I've never been to a drag show. Okay. And I'm not knocking them, not dissing them, not whatever. But I don't know how many people are actually taking their children to a drag show. And if they are, what business is it of yours? So you're saying that kids can't go to a drag show, but they can go to a fucking gun show. Hmm. You know, um, and like from where I work, the day job is in part, it's in a part of town where there are a lot of bars and a lot of outdoor bars um, and happy hours. So on the weekends, these bars are full of people doing what at five o'clock? Drinking. But guess who they're drinking with? Guess what I see them pushing into these bars? Children? Children, strollers, kids, yeah. all this stuff. But I'm like, but we're dra- we're banning kids from going to drag shows. Like, how prevalent are drag shows? And now, are so does that mean RuPaul's drag show or drag race can't be shown in Tennessee? Like, it's a very popular show. I'm just saying, so yeah um the culture wars are exhausting like really really exhausting and the people who claim that they don't want to be caught up in it they're the ones who are perpetuating it it's just like dude really go go find something else to do um speaking of exhausting did you know south park was still on the air who south park do you like south park no I don't either. It's still on the air, and they're they're fighting. It's it's a, embroiled in a five hundred billion dollar lawsuit. But who cares?
1: Um, very popular. Anyway,
0: it is very popular. And when I, I was like, South Park is still on. Like, really? And I think the first time I realized it was still on the air is because it made news again that they made some joke about Mary, Harry, and Meghan. I'm like, damn, that show is still on. And then Warner Brothers and uh, Paramount are embroiled in a $500 billion lawsuit over streaming rights. So not only is it very popular, but it seems to be very lucrative. Um, Okay, the next one, I can't pronounce his name. Korean actor, how, how do you say it? Oh, uh, U-I-N. U-I-N. Um, he is in a lot of trouble over drugs. And um he, he died he's tested positive in a week span you just kept sending me stories <laughs> first you started off with what like marijuana and I'm like okay and I realize, you know you and I have different opinions on marijuana and the severity and yes we both agree that kids should not be using it I I'm fully with you on that but um so the first one I was like okay I'm not surprised like Which I was
1: fine with, like, I mean, it's such a common thing now amongst adults, like, but when you realize that you're going to a country where they're very strict about it.
0: Yeah. So, you know, and that, and that was my thing. I'm like, okay, we, he's not the only one in South Korea that does it, but you know, it's not something in that country because they are so strict that you want to get caught doing or tested, tested positive for um, and especially how they are about their idols and their 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 celebrities um, testing positive for you know so I'm like okay so I understood the severity from that aspect. Then the next one was propofol, and I'm like that's the shit that killed Michael Jackson. And I'm like, but you can't just get propofol, and it's a it's not an anesthetic, but um it's an it is kind of because it's anesthesia. So it it would be an anesthetic. Um, It's like what they use to put you to sleep, put you under for anesthesia. So it can only be administered um, by a doctor. And they were saying he was going to these clinics. So when I was reading that article, I'm like, okay, I get it. But why are they criminalizing him and not going after the doctors in the clinics where he's getting this shit from? Because they shouldn't be giving it out like that because it's, again, it's an anesthesia. It's something you get when you're going under for surgery. So unless he's having something operated on quite often. And then you sent me one. that said it was cocaine and ketamine. I'm like, oh, God damn. And I think at that point I just said, homeboy needs to check into rehab. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is going back to the whole John ja Morant thing because he's a really talented actor. And, um, and I, I love like Korea Vice, was it? Seoul Vice or something? Um, it was really, it was good. It was better than I thought I was going to be. And so I'm like, I, I, hope, this is an, I hope this is a wake-up call for him. And I hope that, my hope is that they don't continue to, and I understand, I hope that they don't continue to criminalize it or criminalize him and realize that this is a call, that this is a sign of something bigger, that homeboy has a drug problem and he needs help.
1: Well, he's in the wrong country. Um, and he does have a problem. And they did go after the doctors, Um, It was a whole big like it was it was kind of like a sting. And so they knew he was coming back to Korea. um, So he was automatically caught up. Um, I think they may have caught him in the airport on his way um, from the airport or something to that effect. Um, but they, 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 they already knew, like they kind of already knew what they were looking for. So when they tested him initially, it was marijuana. they are like, okay. Then they tested his hair, but they said it was going to take a couple days to see, um, what else, but they knew it was more. They knew it was more because they said it was like three or four substances, um, from the initial test. But the only one they could identify in it was marijuana. That was the only one they could identify, Um, But they knew it was more. They knew it was more drugs in his system. And so um, drug testing him, um, they went after uh, the doctors um, who possibly uh, subscribe. um, Subscribe. Oh, my God. Prescribed. Prescribed. Thank you. I was like, I know it's not subscribed. Prescribed. um, uh, Prophosphol. What? what? Prophosphol. Oh, that's really how you say it okay um, <laughs> football, um to him and so it, it's a big thing but what people were saying and i agree with this because my initial thought was okay like this is the western world like we got celebrities that do worse and still have a career right so people were saying his career is probably dead in korea um, but he still got those Netflix deal and everything like that. But when cocaine came out and kept, <laughs> ketamine, and I was just like, "Oh, it's over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap." Like, there's nowhere to go from here. Like, you are a full-on drug addict. Like, and Netflix has to decide if, like, if it was a Western actor, I think they would still work with them. But you, you have like, they have to have like Korean, um oh my God, what is it? I can't think these days. Uh, Korean partnerships. They have to have Korean partnerships and they have to think of that. And if they're thinking along the lines of their Korean partnerships, they're going to have to let him go, which they already let him go from one of his
0: movies. Well, and I I get that. And uh, there is a thing, I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't have to take responsibility, but what I'm saying is does the punishment fit the crime? Because at this point, even still letting him go from a movie, yes, clean yourself up, get your help. But is anyone trying to get him help? And here's where Netflix can be better. Like, just because that's the way it's done in Korea doesn't mean that it's right. It's obvious that he has a problem and he needs help. And criminalizing it, as we've learned here in America, everyone's, you know, it's like, Everyone wants to be us, but everyone hates us and talks about how fucked up our shit is. And I, I can't disagree with that to a certain extent. But as we've learned here, learn from our examples and the shit that we've done so totally wrong. Criminalizing, especially when there hasn't been a true criminal act, like he hasn't committed, committed a crime in, in the face of getting these drugs or while on drugs. So at this point, it's more about helping him to get over his problem or not get over is the wrong words uh to deal with his problem helping to help him get help because it is a disease uh addiction um alcoholism they're diseases and people and they need to be treated as such they need to get help so yeah let him go from his project get yourself together his management team like he this uh, this wasn't just done in a vacuum like you don't go from weed to propofol overnight. So he's had a problem. You know, you coke and ketamine. I'm like, God damn, ketamine's a horse fucking sterilizer. How is this motherfucker still alive? Like, but by the grace of God, that's what I I mean when you when you were sending me this shit, I was just like, what the fuck? So yeah, I, I'm just I'm hoping that instead of continuing to punish him that in the process of this, they will actually take the time and try to help the man, the young man, so.
1: They can help him it. and also punish him for his, cause it, 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 I understand it is an illness. I get that, but it's also a crime. And at this point it is a crime and it is a very serious, It's even more of a serious crime in Korea than it is in the Western world. You knew that, and you still continue. Now, granted, once you're addicted, you're addicted. It's really hard. I get that, but the consequences is you lose your career. Now, I'm hoping that behind the scenes, somebody's going to help him, and he'll get the help that he needs. But your career is over. It's a wrap. Like if you're like 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 it's a wrap. that is a consequence. Now, go along with the consequence. Get some help. But the consequence is your career is over.
0: But I don't think his career should be over. Robert Downey Jr. is a perfect example. Robert Downey
1: Jr. is an American actor. Like we, we we have to look at it as in what country is he from? Where does he work? And how does that? How does Hollywood work for them? How does their Hollywood work? Like I I get like when we when we look at these actors from different countries, we we look at it from our Western viewpoint, and that's not the case. Like he like I, but it, and it's Robert not- Downey Jr had to pull himself out of a hole and it was years of him with no career whatsoever like trash for, exactly for but years.
0: he was given but before it got to that point is he was also given chance after chance so that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. is that it does i i understand i when you sent me when i saw the weed thing i understood how much trouble he was in in Korea because of their standards on weed or their their policies on that and how much more strict they are about that. I get that. Does it make it right? Does it make it wrong? I understood. When it came out that it was worse, the propofol, I'm like, fuck, he's just keep, he keeps fucking up like this is not going to be great. Like, and it got worse and worse, the coke and Academy. But what I'm saying is he deserves grace. As a human being, I don't care where you are obvious that he has a problem he needs help and it should not be the end of any i understand taking a pause i understand having to deal with the consequences of this but i think that everyone no matter where you are deserves a second chance and he should be given a second chance if he can show that he can get his life together and he can do right i it may not happen in korea i understand that fully but to me that doesn't make it right and that's not a western thing that's just a human thing, because we all fall short. And to punish him criminally for having an illness, especially where he hasn't committed another more serious crime, to me, that is wrong. We're gonna have so, to agree,
1: disagree on that.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like again, I, I, I have a problem with criminalizing drug use in that way um, and addiction especially if there hasn't been another crime committed I understand I'm not saying people don't have to face the consequences but to make it seem like they've just done the worst thing in the world especially when it's obvious they have a problem that is wrong because we're, we should be point in case that that doesn't work criminalizing people for having an addiction doesn't work so but yeah. OK, um, moving on. Justin Bieber officially canceled the rest of his tour. Like I didn't know that it wasn't canceled, but, you know, that made news. Um. Cardi B and Offset. Some McDonald's are upset that they are so upset that Cardi B and Offset got a McDonald's uh, deal. You know how they have like BTS had a BTS meal. Travis Scott had a Travis Scott meal. Other celebrities have had meals at McDonald's. They're oh, they're so upset. Some of the franchises that they're refusing to serve the Cardi B and an Fran- offset meal because it doesn't um, deal with their values. It doesn't meet their values. What you think? Nothing.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Like I'm like okay. Don't sell the meal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's this deep like i mean i didn't even know there was a Cardi B and offset meal until i went to mcdonald's one time and i was like oh shoot like they got a deal i was like oh okay like if they don't want to sell it i'm just like okay
0: <laughs> this seems nonsensical to me <laughs> And I'm going to have to agree. I'm like, dude, it, it, like, really, seriously, can't someone just come in and order the same thing and not call it the party being offset meal? I mean, seriously, when BTS <coughs> has, it's not like McDonald's is going out of their way to make a special meal. The BTS meal was literally a 10-piece chicken nugget meal with some special sauce that they don't normally sell in America. Like, Really? So um, the Caribbean offset mills, what, probably two quarter pounders or something. You can just go in and call it any other name. You're still gonna sell it. So I'm like, get again chocolate up for the stupid culture wars. And you know. But um anyway, um, Ed Sheeran is announcing a new album. He's sticking with the math theme. Um, this one is minus. Wasn't the other one minus? Or no, the other one was equal. The last one was equals, right? uh-huh so he's done plus divide equals. so this one is minus are you an insurance fan i am i am too i'm looking forward to this I, I i hope it's better than equal i was a little bit disappointed in equals in the equal album okay um so speaking of disappointed with albums how have you been excited about the new music that's been released so far this year? The what? The music that's been released so far this year.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I haven't. You know, I'm not a music person, really. So I couldn't really tell you who's released new songs or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been too excited. Like it. it and I was going through, and I'm. I. I just. It hasn't been anything. Like I had hope. You no know, December. You know, those last releases that came out, like the last week of December, the last two weeks of December, like RM and SZA. I was like, ooh, 2023. And so far, uh, not so much. It's been mostly blah. And I'm just like, ah. So I'm hoping as the year progresses that we get some new, we get get something that's just going to get me in in that zone. I've mostly been listening to old stuff here and, you know. Um, but we have a few new releases coming out this month. Um Jay Hope just dropped his, I guess we'll call it the see you later track. Um his 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 I'm um, going on hiatus track. Um of course he's the next one um to go into the military. So the next member of BTS. Um the track is called On the Street and it's with J Cole, which is major. Did you hear it? Have you listened to it? Did mm-hmm. you like it?
1: Stop, stop. I uh, liked it way better than anything on his album.
0: Okay. <laughs> Since you hated the album, could you be a little bit more specific? Did you not compare it he's to not, his album? J-Hope
1: is not a rapper. And no matter how many songs he come out with, um, he's not a rapper. Like, it's not his, it's not his, like, He's talented. He's an extremely talented individual, but I will continue to feel that rap is his least talented area um, when it comes to his musical abilities. I think rap is lower than his vocal abilities um, when he sings, Um, but I would say this was more promising than anything on his album. I, I did not like his album. we've already reviewed that multiple times like I, I've said it multiple times. I was not a fan of his album um it was not something to excite me uh, this song it was it was nice it was nice like I listened to it I saw I listened to it while I was watching the video and I was just like okay, all right still not a rapper but this is way better than what he put out last year.
0: Okay. I, I, I I just knew you were going to hate it.
1: And I love J. Cole.
0: So that was a good choice for a collab. Well, you know, J. Cole is his idol and they met at Lollapalooza. So um, I guess that's where the first, the, the, where it started to marinate. Um, I was, I was excited, I guess, because I knew he was going to drop something, but I, I never really paid attention to um, it being a collab with J. Cole. So I was one of the few people, like, last person on Earth, um, probably the only person on Earth to be surprised that this song was featuring J. Cole. And I was like, oh, shit. And so when I heard it, I was like, yeah. And then when I realized that, okay, technically it's a J. Cole song featuring J Hope because he just let J Hope he just let some he did something kind of unheard of. Like J. Cole's Jay I'm a huge J. Cole fan too. And J. Cole's wordplay, like he basically just let J. Cole take over the song. It's like, here, let me do my let me do my bars, my verses, sing this hook, and it's yours. And it 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 was a, I I don't know that I would ever Put those two together, but it worked and it was really good. And they didn't try to. Of course, I don't think that you could, but you just let J Cole be J Cole, and I loved it. Like it, it was, it was just ah, uh, yeah. So of course, I I liked the album. Um, I liked his album, but we don't have to rehash that. But yeah, so I I was really surprised, and it it was really really good. So, um, all right, and Jamin. We got a date and a name. The 24th. So we're about three weeks away. Um, and the name of the album is "Face." Are you getting a little bit more excited no. or curious? No, Nothing? Nope. And he's one of your, he's one of your buyers. I love like you, man.
1: A, he's I one do. of your
0: favorites. You're just not looking forward to the album.
1: I'm not like, I mean, when it comes out, I'll listen to it. I definitely will. I will give it a shot. Um, you know, I mean, BTS is one for one right now for me. So uh we'll see. We'll see which side he gonna end up on, you know. But they're one for one. So um I'll definitely listen to it. I'll give it an honest, you know, try. Um, and I really do hope that um I like it. But I'm more excited about Kai coming out than Jimin. Um because there's there's three people that I'm really like no. Yeah, no, there were three people that I was really excited about their album coming out. Um, and so like, you know, Jimin wasn't one of them because he's the weakest of the vocalists. So.
0: Okay. So you're not excited about Jimin, but you will listen to
1: it. I will. i have de- definitely listen to it. It's BTS. Like, of course I'm going to listen to it, but
0: we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to it. Just from the slate of producers that he's been working with and Um, just from, you can tell, uh, he has put more time in taking the vocal lessons more seriously. Um, you can tell the improvements in his voice and his range. So, um, I, I hope, um, I am cautious. I am optimistic. I I think it's going to be better than what we even expect, um, I, I'm, 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 I'm anxiously awaiting it just because I want to hear your opinions. Like that's the thing that's just got me anxious, like on pins and needles, like I want to hear this, like <laughs> what is she going to think? And then I'm thinking, damn, mean this has got to be like straight, undisputable. Yeah. Yo, you make it
1: see- I'm going to be really
0: hard. I'm very tough are. on BTS.
1: I'm very tough on BTS. I know I am, but, um, but like I said, one for one. Like RM did exactly what I expected him in, to you do. you not counting Jin in that. No, because Jin wasn't an album. Like I'm looking at albums, and Jin wasn't an album. Um, and Jin was a collab. It wasn't even him. Um
0: yeah, but i re- oh, no, Go ahead.
1: But like, yeah. So it was J Hope first. Um, that was a no. Then it was RM. That was a hell yes okay I think he did a phenomenal job what I expected him to do I was very excited about RM's um album coming out and he reached all expectations um you know and then my next two um, I'm waiting to see like when when they're gonna be coming out so Jimin I'm definitely gonna listen to it um I'll give an honest opinion of what I think of it but he wasn't one of the ones I was excited about like my other two still ain't come out yet so i got I gotta see where they where, where, when they come in okay.
0: Um and then the courts, the Hy-Bee and SM thing that is just getting uglier and uglier, <laughs> and uglier. It is. And I, I, I think when we originally talked about like the court on the latest court battle, uh, the court sided with Hybe or you know, um, they were trying because the the guy I guess it's the nephew right who who's running the company now. The founder's nephew. Isn't it the founder's nephew who's running the company now? Yeah, he's a CEO. Okay, he tried. Um, he tried to sell some some more stocks to the uh, to this data company or whatever to to dilute Heidi's position, and it it was very obvious that I guess he was trying to do that according to the court. So they were like, no. Um, and Bang was on CNN talking about just the whole thing, and it, it's just like. Mm. Yeah, it's just getting ugly, and it's a bad look, and it's not going to help anybody the stock prices for anything if it continues. So I hope that they can just kind of, you know, come to an agreement, like, to to keep this out of public. Like, dude, <laughs> <No>. like, like <laughs> the world don't need to know what you're doing. Oh, um,
1: he went on CNN. Like, there's nowhere you're keeping the world out of this. Out of this. You went on CNN to plead your case on why y'all are not wrong in this. I think it's wrong on both sides. Reading more into this, I think it's wrong on both sides. And there were some missteps on both sides. And, you know, at the end of the day, who do I think is going to ultimately win? I. The more powerful company, which is... hype. And um, so Bang is going to win. Is uh, going to get exactly what he wants. But now what he has to do is he's going to have to persuade the artists and um, the people who work or who collaborate with SM.
0: And you know how to do that? The, huh? You know how to do that? Huh? Pay them more. Shit. No, they- that
1: that's not... It, it doesn't work. That doesn't necessarily... Work as 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 well. That doesn't necessarily work as well. Like because I think even their concern more is nobody wants to be in the shadow of BTS. And no matter the moves that I think Bang, at least this is just my opinion. Just my opinion. Um, no matter the moves that Bang makes, um, at the end of the day, it's BTS company. And. Like, being that you're BTS company, like, I think that's going to have something that they're going to have to work on behind the scenes of how you're going to work it out to make sure you let the artists know that they're not going to be in the shadow of BTS because there is a lot of groups for SM and there are a lot of artists for SM that are famous in their own right. But, you know, some people may have a fear that they don't want to be overshadowed because of the fact that BTS overshadows a whole entire company. And so, you know, I I don't don't know. Like, I mean, granted, I'm sure they'll figure it out. I'm sure they'll figure it out because it's happening no matter what. But um, definitely has to be a concern. That would be a concern for me. Um, Just kind of like seeing how it's working out.
0: Well, to me, it's not. I I get it. But that you could say the same thing about BTS overshadowing K-pop, like they're the kings of K-pop. So for everyone else, this is your turn. No, no, no. They're not the biggest group
1: in K pop. They're
0: not the kings of K pop. <laughs> More or less, uh, modern K pop in this <laughs> moment is it, it, so, K- BTS. It, it is. No, no but you, can't, you can't just there, throw that title. Okay. It's like saying Michael Jackson was the king of pop. There are other people out there. I but think. he is the it's, king of pop, though. But were there not other people out there? So there was, they, but that's still Michael
1: Jackson's t- title. When you think of king of pop, that's Michael Jackson, like you you think of Michael Jackson when you think, okay. When you think of King of, when you think Kings
0: of K-pop, that title has already been given to who? Big Bang. Okay. But in modern times in this time now for the people who have just come become K-pop fans, not the, not the old heads, not the people who have been there. Okay. But to most of the Western world who are now K-pop fans, who don't know Big Bang because they haven't made music in a while, that title belongs to BTS. No, it doesn't. It does. Okay, so who's the king of pop now? There isn't a king of pop. I'm not being literal as saying that, hey, because no one has replaced Michael Jackson. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be, don't be so literal with what I'm saying. I'm saying if you go and ask people about K-pop, they're going to know BTS.
1: Well, BTS knowing is BTS top- and giving them a title that's already belonged to another group that opened the doors like Michael Jackson did for pop is like, I understand BTS is the biggest group. I get it. Like they're the biggest group in the world. They are the most popular. They have. OK, so, so now, kids. OK, but you can't here you title go. Hi, that's them, my point.
0: The OK, of fine. Makeup.
1: I misspoke, but okay. that is my point. Okay. That that was my whole thing. Like you can't title that to them just because they well, have be the biggest. Most group.
0: People don't aren't going to dig that far into no Big Bang from from this point right now. Modern, no disrespect to Big Bang, but the modern you would say kings of K-pop. Just that's my point. They're the most popular ones, so they they would be the overshadowing K-pop. Yes, Hybe is their company because they fucking built it. It started off as big hit. They it was them and Banks. So there's no denying that it is their company. Everyone else, but what they've proven is that everyone else in that company can thrive too. From what I saw of Bang's interview, what he was saying is, because the guy asked him, What why is this a good thing? And he said, We're not trying to take over. He said, That's one thing we're not trying to do you can we want you to be successful we're not coming in trying to stifle your artist your artistry your autonomy your creativity so i think that in a in a sense if you're a group like nct where we already we've talked about multiple times how they don't make any money or they only make money with i think it would be a good thing and one of the ways you can keep those people is by paying them more giving them more to do get so I I don't know and I agree with you when you said that there were missteps on both sides there there have been no one's perfect or blameless in this thing it could have been handled better from both sides what I'm saying from this point on is that they need to keep the drama out of the media and do their best to resolve this behind closed doors and make it seem like they are on one accord even if they're not fake it till you make it in public like my mama said with me what happens in this house stays in this house in public we are the most loving but no one needs to know that we just had a big ass fight when we step out in public we put the smiles on our faces and it's all good so that would pro- that's my peak that's my free PR advice to both of to both companies okay bam bam is dropping a new one are you excited you know i'm not but you love bam bam i love i love bam bam as a
1: person and as a personality yes That don't mean I can be excited. He had two horrible albums. So, no, I'm not. I'm cautiously
0: optimistic. Third time's a charm. He's going to get it right this time. That's cool. Still not convinced, huh? We'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Hopefully he does. All right. Well, shout out to SZA. She continues to have the number one album in the country. Longest running um, artist a female artist in that spot since Taylor Swift. So I think she's going on 12, 13 weeks now. So big ups to her um, with her album. So I'm excited. You're not a Scissor fan, are you? Nope. Nope. All right. Um. So that is it, I think. You got a palette cleanser? I'm
1: sorry? I don't a have palette? a palette cleanser, uh, but since we were on K-pop... Um, okay, what you got? So... Astro, the group, um, with Chan Wu. uh, they lost a member recently. Uh um, so their main dancer, he was a phenomenal dancer too. Um, and he was one of the uh, main rappers of the group. Rocky, um, has decided not only to leave the agency Fantagio, um, uh, but he also left the group Astro. So he was in, um, negotiations and it has been a minute, um, That, because in recent times, like, you know, recently when we talk about how members haven't resigned um, with the agency, they've stayed within their group, they're still promoting with their group, even though they're from different agencies. Um, The recent one that we've mentioned was Monster X with IM, um, going to, I believe it's Warner Brothers Korea, but still promoting with Monster X. Um, Well, Rocky has decided to just completely go on his own. Um, And people think it's partly because um, the company hasn't really done anything um, with individual projects. Like they focus on the three most popular members and the other three members are just there um, for when they're promoting as a group, but they don't even ever get the spotlight. Um, And his talent is never really showcased. He was a producer as well as being the main dancer. And... People, if you weren't a fan of Astro, you didn't know that. So, um, so yeah, so he's fully left the group. Um, so now they're going to be promoted as a five-member group, but one of their members is currently in the military um, serving, and the second member, which is their leader, is about to go into the military to serve. So they will just be down to the three youngest members.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Can they survive like that? Well,
1: it's the three most popular members, so Yes. <laughs> It's Chan Wu who acts and like they're doing a world tour and he's not even going to be on the world tour and he's the most popular member of the group because he's getting more and more acting um, options and so he's going to be taping a TV series during the time of their world tour so they're sending the group on a world tour but now you're down to three members rather than four? Dude, that's piss poor management. I
0: know we disagree (laughs) a lot on K-pop and K-dramas and Korean entertainment and stuff like that, but dude, there are some rules that are universal. <laughs> that is fun. That's like New Edition touring without Ralph or Johnny. Like yep. he's the fucking league singer. Like how you gonna go on tour without your dude? But well, he's not. Me. He's the, he's the face of like. Chan is I, the
1: face of the group, but he's the I most popular it. member. People come it. to see to him see to him. support him. So that's just like piss-pulling me. Yeah, it is. So it's crazy because now you're on a world tour, you announce the world tour, but then like a couple days later, you announce that Rocky was leaving. So that means when you announce the world tour, you knew that Rocky was leaving the group as well as the agency, and you still announce a world tour without your most popular member, as well as your main dancer is no longer in the group. And so it's going to be three members doing a world tour, like, does that make sense? Make it make sense on, on
0: how that is. <laughs> I'm I, I, I flabbergasted because I don't blame you, Rocky. I don't know you, but it seems like you got out at the right time. Ty, you <laughs> might want to follow his lead because, dude, yeah, that that that's some bad, that's bad business. Yeah. So That it's is a, really... And
1: it kind of shows, once again, what, you know, uh, the more of uh, you get into the bubble, the more you realize you cannot believe what they put out there, and because it's all publicity and they're playing a role. I swear, like all of these idols are actors. It's very rare that you can actually believe what they tell you on how they're a family and they're close, and because um, you have to really watch them and you have to see. Like I think, seeing it now, it's how close are they when they're no longer promoting or when they're no longer like pushing themselves out there like do they still hang out with each other every once in a while do they still talk to each other do they still communicate and you'll see that a lot of groups do not they don't communicate but these fans still believe that like they're the best of friends and they're so close and well they said this and I'm like yeah they gotta say that like that is the role that they have to play but behind closed doors how many of them are really close and You know, these young fans really believe all of this nonsense that they put out there. And I'm just like, y'all, this is a culture that they've been pushing. And y'all fall for that culture. You get into it. You spend all this money. And then you're like, I'm so heartbroken. I'm like, why? I don't know. You could tell the vibe wasn't there. Like, there are certain groups I can tell they got the vibe. They're actually close. There are certain groups I'm like. That's a business. That's a business arrangement. Like y'all y'all work together. That you're coworkers. You ain't family, you ain't close, you ain't BFF. you don't hang out. Like you could tell. I
0: I don't know what generation we're in. You're you're good with that, knowing the generations. But I think um I think the groups like who had this struggle for it, like the BTS's, uh the Monster third generation. Xs. Okay, yeah. The Monster X's, the Got Sevens, because of all the the shit that they went through together the struggle you know um, you can see it with them because they went through shit they survived shit um, and we've talked about the groups like the groups that are just kind of put together like the hyphens and uh, some of the newer groups because- even TXT like I, I,
1: like I, so be, you may come after me but as I watch them more and as I focus on them more as they promote more clearly see that's a business arrangement they are not close <laughs> That's a, um, this, this arrangement. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to say they're not close. I'm going to say they're not as close. I am going to say that there's probably one or two that are actually really good friends and everyone else is like, "Yo, you're my brother, you're my bandmate, but I don't I don't see that just ride or die brotherhood with them all the time." There are moments when it's like, "Okay." Um so yeah, like the group It's a job. You know, yeah, the groups who haven't, and I'm okay with that. You don't have to be the best of friends, but no, again, it's
1: just the on the on the promotion. It's like when people talk about these groups, they really believe everything that these
0: group that members
1: say, and you know, wh- you know how they present themselves as. And I'm just like, no, that's not that's not it. A perfect perfect example of a business arrangement and how we're coworkers more than family is NCT
0: perfect Because, the thing because they have users. their clicks,
1: yeah. They, they do. have they have their clicks, and you can clearly see the clicks. The older members are close. The younger members are closer. The middle members are co- like you can see the clicks. Like even when you look at the units, they're not necessarily close within the units. But and then that's just for me, like kind of like just watching like how it, it's just weird. It's just weird. This is when I was in my bubble, but like it's very, very rare to get groups like GOT7 or um, BTS, which very, very rare to have um, those types of groups. I hear Mama Moo is like really, really close as well. Um, you know, there's female groups and there's male groups that are really, really close. And it's just very, very rare to have that, especially when you put people together just to be a group. Um, it's really hard to get that full cohesion. And so, but I, I just think of the fans who really believe everything that comes out and do not realize that it's an acting, it's a job, it's a job. And they have to act a certain way in front of you and you fall for it every time. Sorry, that's just like my little rant.
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially with the groups that were put together like right around 2019, 2020, where the groups that really haven't had the opportunity to like tour and go on a road together because that also builds a bond when you're on a road with someone for six months out of the year, seven months out of the year, you know. So um, but yeah, I, I I've long since said that was one of my, you know, that was one of my big things about K pop. I was like, man, not all these people are close. Like fuck that. <laughs> like you can't even convince me of that. Like I've never been one to fall for that. Um and then you know you just kind of you have to watch like you say you have to pay attention. You have to watch and you have to see. um, And even when they talk, it's just like, okay. Um, But yeah, NCT is a perfect example, not only because they're just such a big ass group, but, you know, um, different things. All right, well, um, I do kind of have a palate cleanser. So, um, and this one is titled, they can't be this dumb, can they? So we know about the tragedy in East Palestine, the toxic train derailment and all that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Erin Brockovich is a real life person. And she is a crusader for the climate and social justice and all that kind of stuff. Julia Roberts won an Oscar playing Aaron Brockovich, right? Mm-hmm. So Aaron Brockovich shows up and she goes to East Palestine to talk to the people, find out what's going on, put the EPA's feet to the fire and all of that kind of stuff, right? And mm-hmm. you know what they say? You know what their big question is? Where's Julia Roberts? Where's Julia Roberts? Why isn't Julia Roberts here? And I'm like, the. Fuck. I figured as much.
1: Like, don't fuck. I mean, like, people, like, it's a small town. They wouldn't realize that Julia Roberts played a role of a real person. Like, it's like, because, you know, in those small towns, uh, another thing, like, they're also in those small towns is where, like, soap operas are really, really huge. And they truly believe that the people that play on soap operas are, like, real people. This is and they're the ones small. who chase them down to, like, curse them out when they're playing a villain or an evil character or whatever like that. And so they can't go to, like, certain areas and stuff like that. So I can, I can see them asking, like, where's Julia Roberts? Why
0: is she here? But it gets better. It was okay. the people of East Palestine. It was the motherfuckers on both News. I can call them that now since it's been proven that they know they was lying and spreading falsehood. Oh, they said, where's Julia Roberts? It was the... Yes. It was oh,
1: so news no I don't know I don't know what sharing
0: all of that so you know that's why they can't be this dumb but I, I guess they can oh we've already found out they can though <laughs> they they can't they can't well gosh that that Astro news and I'm not even a big Astro fan it just it kind of just threw me like ah that's that was a good one you know what <laughs> that's gonna be the title of this one the one where we try to make it make sense because that don't make no fucking sense. I'm about to write that down before I forget. The one where we try to make it make sense. Because, ooh, child, that that makes none. All right. Well, that does it for this episode of The Rewind. Please be sure to listen, like, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else where you get your podcasts, even Spotify. I say that even, but you know what I mean. Um. So wherever you get your podcast, be sure to uh, listen, like, comment, follow—all of that. Um, you can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment, and pop culture news, as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at the That's it. That's the plug. Poppy pop. Pop, 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 pop. Thank you as always, and until next time, I'm Eddie,
1: and I'm Tammy. Bye. Peace.